Daywin, you're alive. Rachel's father bowed before the president. Mr. President, it is a pleasure to see you again. Rachel assumed he bowed out of respect only, because his position was technically greater than any government official. What happened? I heard the night plate was destroyed. Was Admiral Rigsby lying? No, sir. I trust Admiral Rigsby with my life, and he was indeed telling the truth as he knew it. I actually prefer that I am presumed dead, which I will explain in a moment. He put his hands behind his back. The night blade was indeed destroyed due to the actions of rogue elements within the Federation Navy. I survived using experimental technology that I will not disclose at this time. I was rescued by my daughter and sister, and we came right here to speak with you about the gravity of the situation. The president nodded. Admiral Rigsby briefed me on the situation, and the betrayal he believes goes all the way to the top of fleet command. I requested, discreetly, that an investigation be opened into the matter. Rachel's father's face went blank. That was not wise, Mr. President. The president frowned. Why not? Because it will draw attention to you, no matter how discreet you are. His eyes took on a glazed expression, and he looked up and to the right. Rachel remembered that look from years when she was a child, and her father would get that same look in his eyes. When she asked him about it, he would tell her he was talking to his work. It wasn't a lie, technically but he hadn't been truthful about which work he was talking to. His eyes refocused and he looked startled. That was Brigitte. The FIA headquarters just came under attack. The president's face contorted in shock, and he put a hand to his chest. What? The FIA headquarters? Attacked? By who? She says, Federation Marines. The president went back to his desk and calmed his assistant. Marie, put me through to fleet command now. Of course, Mr. President. Just one. Oh. A sound like blaster fire sounded in the background, and the link closed. The door separating the Oval Office from the assistant's office exploded inward, followed by the body of a guard. Another lay outside on the floor. Several Shadow Watch guards rushed to cover the president and took the brunt of the shrapnel. Get him out of here, the captain of the Shadow Watch guards contingent said. The cluster of guards protecting the president moved him toward the door leading to the secret entrance into the Hague House. Laser fire came through the door and burst into the floor plus the ceiling and hit a few of the guards who had formed a human shield. Rachel withdrew her blaster pistol. Let's go, she said to Rinaldo and Maggie. A glance at her father revealed he had grabbed a coil gun rifle from a fallen guard and was firing back through the doorway, though smoke from the explosion and perhaps a smoke grenade obscured the view. She stepped up, trying to find a target. Grenade, one of the guards shouted. Rachel drew upon the gravity magic inside her and caused the grenade to fly back out the way it had come. It exploded, and shouts of pain sounded from the room beyond. She hoped she hadn't hurt the president's assistant with the ordnance, though she feared the woman was already dead or fatally wounded. 
She was distantly aware of the door behind her opening, but an explosion behind her caused her to turn. The gaggle of guards leading the president out of the room blew backward as the room the secret passage fed into exploded. The president was now buried under a pile of combat-laden bodies.